Summer's here and parents are stressed. Hear Lynn talk about safety chatter, what it is, and why anxious parents do it. Our language matters, so Lynn offers safety instructions that are practical and not catastrophic. Ticks, sunburns, Tripoli, COVID. Come on, parents are ready for a break. Welcome to Fluster Clucks with Lynn Lyons, where we talk about worry and other big feelings in parenting. I'm your co-host, Robin. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law, and I'm here to ask your questions. And I'm Lynn Lyons. I'm an anxiety expert, speaker, mom, and author, and I've been a therapist for over 30 years. Parenting can be a Fluster Clucks, and I'm here to help you find your way. Lynn, it's officially summer on our house. Think about where we were at last summer Mm -hmm. in the podcast when Mm -hmm. we were still very much in a shutdown mode. And obviously this summer is going to look, it's going to look a lot more normal. And yet there will still, I think, be a lot of lingering effects and fingerprints from our last year. So what do you think are some of the key things parents should be thinking about for the summer? Well, I think you're right. Lingering fingerprints. I can take this opportunity to fondly remember your outhouse again, your porta potty, <laughs> which I just love bringing up at every opportunity. But um, I don't think you'll have to use it this year. But let's keep it handy. Remember, it exceeded expectations. If people um, don't listen to that full episode, they're like, what is she talking well, about? Well, <laughs> you should go back, people, and listen to that episode or at least listen to that part. So, anyway, here's what I'm noticing. And of course, I notice it a lot because I have my ear to this particular hoofbeat. The catastrophic talk based on the pandemic is pretty constant at this point. So a lot of talk about the impact of the pandemic, a lot of concerns about anxiety and depression in teenagers, in younger kids. I just was on our local news station talking about what we want parents to pay attention to as schools get out for summer school saying we have to pay attention to the mental health of our kids. There was a story that I think NHPR did yesterday talking about how they are working with the mental health agencies in my community to make sure that the kids at summer camp have counselors available to them. So all of that is really important to acknowledge. And I'm so pleased that they're giving kids and the counselors actually the support they need because counselors could use a little extra help as they're dealing with the mental health issues. All that said, however, I am hearing such a ramping up in safety chatter, which is what parents do and what adults do when they're talking about danger, when they're talking about the things that we need our kids to pay attention to. So I'm hearing a lot of that, and it may be because of the pandemic, but it also just may be that this is what anxious parents do during the summertime. You know what you just said, though, it may be because of the pandemic. People could interpret that in a couple of different ways. It's not that the safety chatter is related to pandemic dangers because it's not really the content. It's that we've been so wired now Mm -hmm. after this pandemic to sort of be catastrophizing, to sort of face these things in in a much more intense way. So if you were to have a safety talk about bee stings in 2021, 
they might just sound a heck of a lot more serious than they might have in 2017. Right. Because you're right. We've had a year of hypervigilance, a year and a half of hypervigilance. And so we're really paying attention. So the summer stuff is the content. So let's pay attention to the process of making sure that we're not talking to kids in this catastrophic fear-based way. And I will tell you, I'm hearing it, and it is everything from, I'm going to make a differentiation too, because we do need to talk to kids about these things. It's not like I'm saying that parents are making this up. We do need to talk about these things with kids. It's just how we talk about it. But it's ticks, it's sunscreen, it's sunburn, it's bee stings, it's injuries. It's, I mean, it just is pervasive in terms of the world is a dangerous place. And I think you're right. Like we can't ignore that we just spent a long time talking about how the world is a dangerous place. And now we're venturing back out into the world. And this theme of the world is a dangerous place is upon us for sure. Where we live, we have the additional thing of, I can't think of the name of it right now, which is a good sign. But in addition to ticks and Lyme disease, which is very common up in New England and other parts of the country, we have that deadly mosquito virus that comes in three-year cycles, triple E. So we have triple E as well. This mm-hmm. should be the third summer. So hopefully we it goes dormant for a while. But between triple E and those conversations and ticks, et cetera, what I've observed is that it, it's very easy for a lot of young children to have these phobias of being outside because of how we talk about the bugs. And, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, the public health risks that have come with it. Mm -hmm. Right. So when we're catastrophic, we talk to kids about the worst case scenario. Right. You're like, uh, and when we're catastrophic, Robin, (laughs) because Triple E was like, okay, put a fork in me. I'm done. (laughs) Oh, that was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) When we're catastrophic, Robin, right. And doesn't that show up at the end of the summer? I think it has to be around for a while, right? How are those New Year's resolutions going? Well, many are destined to fail. But lucky for you, here's one easy resolution idea that we gave you that we can all make and it will make your life easier. It'll be kinder to our planet and it will transform the way you do laundry in 2024. And that is switching to EarthBreeze. EarthBreeze looks like dryer sheets, but it's ultra-concentrated laundry detergent and it couldn't be easier. You just throw a sheet in with your laundry in any temperature and you watch it dissolve in any wash cycle hot or cold. There's no measuring, there's no mess, there's no fuss, there's no wasteful plastic jug. EarthBreeze fights everyday stains and odors, giving you an amazing clean every time. The best part is you'll never run out again thanks to EarthBreeze flexible subscription that you can adjust, pause, or cancel at any time with no hidden fees or penalties. And you'll save a whopping 40% when you subscribe. Shipping's always free, and it comes in a slim cardboard envelope that saves a ton of space. So switching to EarthBreeze won't only make laundry day easier for you, but it will also be easier on the planet. So help me make plastic jugs a thing of the past. And if EarthBreeze doesn't end up being the 2024 update of your dreams, you don't even have to return it. Just let them know it's not for you and you'll get a full refund, no questions asked. Get started with EarthBreeze and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash flusterclucks. That's earthbreeze.com slash flusterclucks for 40% off your subscription. Hey, so the other day I had to change my car insurance. And guess what? 
I bought new car insurance and they sent me a check, right? So that you could buy something and get money back at the same time doesn't happen very often. And it's pretty darn fun. That's why you got to check out Ibotta. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop. On hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. So the average Ibotta user earns $256 a year. That's actually more than I got back on my car insurance, I'll tell you. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Other apps give you points that don't amount to too much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. So join the 50 million users, earn cash back every time you shop. Over 2,700 brands, everybody. Retailers, including Lowe's, Sephora, Best Buy. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code FLUSTER when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use the code FLUSTER. That's I-B-O-T-T-A and use the code FLUSTER. It's because it started moving westward, so it didn't show up in the Boston area till the end of the first summer, but that wasn't the case uh, the second cycle. And what does it stand for? It's something equine encephalitis. Yeah, equine encephalitis. Is it Eastern equine encephalitis? Yes, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. So it's a mouthful. We don't want to go all or nothing with this because please don't think that I'm saying, you know what? Ticks aren't a problem and we're overreacting to Lyme disease and you shouldn't pay attention to this because really that's the trick of this is that these things are worth talking about. And it is necessary that you talk to your kids about water safety and about doing tick checks and about paying attention to whether or not you're putting on enough sunscreen so that you don't get sunburnt. My warning is to make sure as you're talking about it, be in problem-solving mode. So you can tell kids about what they're supposed to do or what they need to do without scaring the bejesus out of them with the catastrophic language. So a catastrophic parent gives the safety instruction, which is great. You give the safety instruction, but they follow it up with, and if you don't listen to my safety instruction, this is what's going to happen to you. So that's what we want to pay attention to. Shall I give you an example? Yes. Actually, we had this exact conversation in our house today because it's not because it's not just parents. It can be older siblings. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So what happened in your house today? I was talking with my daughter, who is my firstborn, about anxiety patterns. And we were sort of talking about ruminating versus catastrophizing. Mm-hmm. And, and it was funny because I said, you know, she's like, well, I don't really... I don't really catastrophize at all. She she had this great line. She's like, why would I spend my mental energy on something unpleasant when I could be thinking about something, you know, more pleasant? Yeah. And I was like, well, that's great. I was like, however, have you noticed that when you want your little brother to do something, (laughs) you know, it's not just like put on your mask before you go to school or before you go do this. It's like, 
you better put on your mask because if you don't, mm -hmm. you know, you could get COVID, you could bring it home to mom and dad, you know, like, and, and so then it's like a catastrophizing, manipulative kind of thing. Right. Well, and it works. So people will say to me, you know, I'll talk about don't be catastrophic when you're giving your kids safety instructions. And sometimes parents say, well, that's how I get them to listen. Okay, I get that. And there are some kids that really do need the straight up information in order to listen. But worriers don't because they're already doing that. So remember that when you give your child this fearful information, you're teaching them how to worry. And one of the main qualities of kids that are raised in worried households is that they perceive the world as a dangerous place and they don't have the ability to assess reasonable risk. So say we're talking about ticks, right? So the ticks here are pretty insane this summer. And Lyme disease and ticks are oh, the real deal. We're in New Hampshire and it's the real deal. So you have to do tick checks and you have to pay attention to if you get a tick bite, what are you going to do about it? Saying to your kids, these are the precautions that we take. These are the steps that we take. You can say to your kids, we're not going outside at all because there's ticks. I don't think that's very healthy. But what do you do when we come back in? We're going to do tick checks. We're going to, if you have an itch, let somebody know because that's the sign that a tick is biting you. I've had families dealing with ticks where the kids are really getting very obsessive about doing tick checks. So they're doing tick checks all the time. They're having difficulty going to sleep at night because they're worrying about ticks. Being able to say to your kids, this is a reasonable risk that we need to pay attention to, so let's put precautions in place. And then also parents being able to recognize that you cannot live a life of being outside and enjoying the summertime and have it be completely risk-free. And that's the hard part about being a parent. We have to accept some risk and some uncertainty as we step into the summertime. So when you use that catastrophic language, we have to do this tick check because if you get bit by a tick, you could get Lyme disease and then, you know, off you go. Just say, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a tick check. When we hike, we're going to tuck our pants into our socks, et cetera, et cetera. Give them the information, but cut back on the horror stories. That's the key. We have a parenting retreat coming up in the fall, and I'm very excited to return to these retreats because I just love the community that gets created. Yeah. And may I say also that in terms of thinking about this retreat, we're going to do a lot of great stuff. But one of the things that I've noticed as I've been able to get back together with people in person is laughter. Laughing with a group of people, laughing together, I just feel like that's something that I've really missed during all of this, it just is such a way of feeling connected and feeling supported. Yeah. So join us this fall. It's October 22nd at Canyon Ranch. So we know that Canyon Ranch isn't for everybody, but just so you know, we're always working on other ways that we can offer retreats and information to parents. So if this is on your bucket list and you want to join us at Canyon Ranch, we'd love to have you. Well, I think for all of the parents who have kids in the summer camp and day camp demographic, that is great information. 
Do you feel like there are some specific questions parents of teens might need to have as we are maybe loosening the leash and they get opportunities to go and be further away and away from the family longer after a year of us all staring at each other in a few rooms? Yeah. So this really should be the summer of autonomy as much as possible. I would say straight up to your teenagers, you know, you haven't had a lot of practice being able to make decisions for yourself and going off and being on your own. So let's just go over what the rules of the road are, either literally or figuratively. Remember, parents, you're not going to track your kids on their cell phones, please. No tracking devices. But look for opportunities to loosen the leash and let your older kids have some freedom. It may not go perfectly. But they need practice again, being separate from you. They need practice developing their decision-making skills. Truly, one of the best skills that you can give your child as they move into adolescence is the ability to step away from you and practice good decision-making. Practice not perfect because it's likely that they're going to screw up. That's okay. But after this year of having them so close, and maybe for those of you who have liked being able to know where your kid is all the time, now's the time to let them go a little farther. Let them go off and do things on their own and keep your mouth shut about the constant warnings. I think I've said this before, is that I used to say to my boys when they were teenagers, think one step ahead, right? That was the information I gave them. That's a process-based instruction. I'm not going to go through everything like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Think one step ahead. I want you to use your brain and I want you to practice making good decisions. Say that to your kids and then let them go off and be away from you. So, so important after the year and a half that we've had. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. So when you're a parent, you're going to have your fair share of big talks with your kids, right? About all sorts of big topics. One of those big talks should involve money. And Greenlight can help with that. Greenlight is a debit card and a money app that's made for families. It allows you to do instant money transfers. You can get real-time notifications of spending. You can manage chores. You can automate allowance. I know with my kids, we really wanted to help them see the cause and effect, right? If you spend money now, you're not going to have it later. If you earn money now and you save it, maybe you can put it towards some big purchase that you're looking forward to. This is called financial literacy, and it allows kids to build independence, to learn how money works, to make them better savers, better spenders. The Greenlight app also comes with an in-app financial literacy game. It's called Level Up, so that kids can build money confidence through videos, bite-sized challenges, mini games, and more. More than 6 million parents and kids use Greenlight to learn how to make responsible financial choices. So stop putting off the money talk and start putting your kids on the right path. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash fluster. That's greenlight.com slash fluster to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash fluster. Do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful but you don't have the time to actually find one? And then, like, when do you have time to meet with them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. 
It's in-network with most major insurers. There's no need to commute to appointments. You won't miss time at work or have to line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace lets you send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Therapy can help you shift your perspective and find tools to cope in difficult times. Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, and much more. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash Fluster. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Fluster to get $80 off your first month. That's Talkspace.com slash Fluster. We have an episode on summer camp and separation mm-hmm. that's that came out in May. If you haven't listened to it and you are going to have your kids further away from you. It would apply to college and going off in the fall. Mm -hmm. We have had our kids close. And for a lot of parents, that separation anxiety of having to manage the worry of not knowing where your kids were. Mm -hmm. It's a worry that went on hold and then it came back, I think, really powerfully for a lot of parents. Yeah, I agree. It's just so important to their development to be able to be separate from you. And to be able to be with their peers, too. You know, as I said when I was on the news the other day, a lot of what they were talking about, a lot of what they were saying was how anxious and depressed our kids are. A lot of that had to do with isolation. I can't tell you how many kids I've talked to recently that have really been saying like, oh, I feel so much better. Right. I was really feeling bad. Why are you feeling better? Oh, because I'm hanging out with my friends again. It's so important that we give them the space to do that. And also, here's another little tip. Don't say to your kids that if they get sunscreen in their mouth that it's poisonous. Because <laughs> I heard that the other day. <sighs> it doesn't taste good, but it, but it ain't going to kill them. Yeah. One time, I'll give you this little parenting thing. I had to call poison control two days in a row once when my son was younger. Do you know that? I'm not sure I know this story. Uh, yeah, so it was my older son who at the time was probably four. My younger one was two. Maybe they were younger. Actually, they were younger. They were three and one because my husband was gone and I know where he was. So on day one of poison control call, he ate a rhododendron leaf. And his mouth started foaming a lot. So I looked it up and in fact, rhododendron leaves are toxic. So I called poison control. They told me what to look like. He he pulled through with flying colors, the ingestion of the rhododendron leaf. The next day, I was taking wallpaper off one of our rooms upstairs and he took the wallpaper remover and licked it with his tongue. So I called poison control again. I didn't know how many people answer the phone at poison control. So I didn't know what the odds were that I would get the same person again. (laughs) But I said, hi, I called yesterday. And she was like, okay. And I said, my son just licked the wallpaper remover. And she said, oh, that's fine. It's just detergent. And I said, well, I called yesterday because he ate a rhododendron leaf. And she was like, oh, that is much more, that is much more hazardous, right? I had it totally backwards in my head. So anyway, yeah. So summer is dangerous. Don't let them eat rhododendron leaves. And uh, But they can lick the wallpaper remover. That's totally fine. They were little monkeys. Yeah. But look, you know, this is what parenting is about. And uh, pay attention, parents. Just pay attention to, to your language as we move out into this summer. Just ease up on the safety chatter. Give the instruction. 
talk 85% less. That's one of my rules of parenting. Talk 85% less. Let them be out there. Give them the safety instruction. Just don't go over the catastrophic outcome. If you don't listen to me, this is what's going to happen to you because that'll shut them down. And then you're just taking yourself down that catastrophic path, which you, you don't need to go down. You know, you just said something that reminded me of something else that you've said before, not on the podcast, but just personally. You had gone on a hike one summer and you said to me that you were following a father or a mother. It was a father. Who spoke the entire hike. Yes. Safety chatter the whole time. Watch where you're walking. Oh, come here. Oh, step over here. Oh, are you thirsty? Oh, hold back. Wait, you're too far. Oh, get uh, Yeah. The whole time. It was just a constant running dialogue. And the the little girl was probably about seven or eight. She must have tuned the guy out. That's the other thing about talking too much is that your kids stop listening to you completely because they're just tired of hearing the constant chatter. You want to talk to them in a way that when you have something important to say, that they're going to pay attention. If, you know, if that father were someone that you could talk to for a do-over, what would you say to that dad? I would say to him, I think it's so awesome that you're out here hiking with your daughter in this beautiful place. I think we were going up Monadnock. I would say, first of all, talk 85% less and recognize that you want to give your child the opportunity to hear what you're saying and then put it into practice. So when you say to her, make sure that you're watching where you step, then be quiet and let her have the opportunity to watch where she steps. But when you're talking to her constantly about what she needs to do, you're not giving her the opportunity in her own brain to process the information and then put it into practice. You're just becoming background noise for her. Say it once, be quiet, let her follow through. When he was in a state of anxiety, what we talk about all the time. Guess what he wasn't in a state of? Joy. Yeah, can't do both. I don't think, it didn't look like he was enjoying that hike. It didn't look like he was able to enjoy what his daughter was doing. I mean, she was trucking up the mountain and he was totally focused on all the dangers that might befall her at any moment. What a terrible way to spend a hike with your little adorable daughter. My son was in front of me. At one point, he sort of turned around and like shrugged his shoulders and gave me this look like, what the heck? I mean, he totally, <laughs> he totally could hear it. Yeah. I thought you were like, he's going to like giving you a little nudge. Like, are you going to do an intervention here? Yeah. I mean, it was sort of this look like he was sort of like, like, what is going on here? He tur turned around and just like in total nonverbal language, like, what is going on? Yeah, it was really funny. And then we got to the top of the mountain and kids were putting rocks on this big pile. And so my son went down to pick up a rock and the dad said, lift with your legs, not your back. <laughs> oh my God. So join the Facebook group so that you can ask Lynn your question on an upcoming episode. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Fluster Clucks. Bye, Robin. Bye, Lynn. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them 
can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. 